Welcome to the Writer Experience Podcast, presented by FlickeringMyth.com. I'm your host, Court Dunn. Join us as we talk to writers about their work, their process, and what it means to be a writer. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash writer experience. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Writer Experience Podcast. This is your host, Court Dunn, here, and today we actually don't have a guest. Today we are going to do something special. We've had a lot of learnings. We've had a lot of great guests from various walks of life and who have worked on really great projects. And there are a lot of great learnings in there. So we wanted to actually go back, look through those episodes, pull out all those insights that inspired us and that we think would really inspire you. So we hope you take something away from this and enjoy the show. Today's guest is Travis M. Andrews. Travis is an author and staff writer for the Washington Post's style section, where he covers internet, pop culture, and the ways we live now. Previously, he was an associate travel and culture editor for Southern Living and a contributing pop culture reporter for Mashable and The Week. He has also written for Time, Esquire, GQ, and The Atlantic, among others. He lives in Washington, D.C., where he acquiesces to the every wish of his puppy, Stevie Nicks, and misses his native New Orleans. Travis's new book, Because He's Jeff Goldblum, Movies, Memes, and Meaning of Hollywood's Most Enigmatic Actor, released in May 2021, and is in stores now. I think it's what I said earlier. I think this is whenever a young journalist reaches out and asks what they can do, I say two things. So that's kind of a cheat because you said one. But one, do it. Do the work. Do the right. Just don't wait for inspiration. Don't wait for an opportunity. If you're in school, join your school newspaper. If you're in a community, join the community newspaper. Find a way to write consistently and often about things that maybe you're not super interested in, something that other people are interested in. I think that really teaches you empathy as a writer. It also teaches you versatility, which is more and more useful, I think, in today's world. And the other big insight is don't be afraid to ask for your chance. Don't be afraid to I've emailed so many editors that, you know, didn't give me the time of day, said no. But, you know, for maybe every 50 emails, then there was one who gave me an opportunity. And you listed all those publications in the beginning that I've written for Atlantic, Esquire, GQ. The way that all of that came about is me reaching out and saying, hey, I have an idea. I'd love to work with you. And it requires a lot of perseverance, I think, and it requires a lot of rejection. But in the end, if you keep doing it, I think that it really pays off. So, you know, do the writing all the time. Don't wait for the writing to come to you. You got to do it. And then don't be afraid to, to reach out and put it out there and, and know that you're going to get a lot of rejection. But that's kind of part of the game. Today's guest is Finn Kennedy. Finn is an award-winning playwright, teacher, and university tutor whose plays are regularly produced in the UK and abroad. He specializes in writing for youth and marginalized communities and also teaches blogs, campaigns, fundraisers, and dramaturgs, other writers, with a particular focus on young people's projects in London's East End. His plays include Protection, the hip-hop musical Locked In, and How to Disappear Completely and Never Be Found, which won the Arts Council's John Whiting Award, the first time in 40 years that an unproduced script had won the award. In 2013, Finn joined Samasha Theatre Company as co-artistic director, as well as writing plays. Finn also has many years of experience teaching playwriting. 
Whilst associate artist at Tamasha, he founded School Rights, the UK's first playwrights in schools training scheme. As artistic director, he has launched Tamasha Playwrights, a new agency of playwrights for hire, offering diverse role models for young people's projects in inner city schools. He writes as an occasional contributor to The Stage and The Guardian. And Finn recently co-founded a new podcast, Out of the Woods, New Plays from the Balkans, which you can download wherever you find your podcast. Never give up. Never give up. You are better than you realize. Never give up. The world needs you. The world needs storytellers. And it's one of the hardest things to carve a living at. But it's important. It will find its expression in your life, whether or not it is your main living. I think just learn to live a creative life, whatever form that takes. For me, it was stories. It is stories predominantly. But I've got two small kids, you know, and I think creativity is the most important thing you can teach kids because there's the only constant in life is change, you know, as we've got all just lived through. And so the only question that really matters is how can you respond creatively to whatever life throws your way in life as, as much as in work. So never give up, never stop living creatively and never stop believing in yourself as an artist because the beauty, as, as Picasso observed, all children are artists, you know, we're all born artists. It's there in our souls. Um, and sadly for some of us, it gets sort of, you know, suppressed or sidelined for different reasons, but it's always there and it can always be returned to and it can always be reignited. So keep that fire alive. Today's guest is Daniel Joshua Rubin. Daniel is a multimedia writer and founder of Story 27 in Evanston, Illinois, a writing studio that provides consulting and education to storytellers in all media. He has written for television, including NBC and the WB, new media, including The Motley Fool and National Lampoon, and theater with plays produced at Steppenwolf in Chicago, Off-Broadway in NYC, and on the West End of London. He has taught dramatic writing at Loyola University in Chicago and at the University of California, San Diego. He holds an MFA in playwriting from the Yale School of Drama, where he graduated with honors and a BS in drama studies from the State University of New York at Purchase. 27 Essential Principles of Story, Master the Secrets of Great Storytelling from Shakespeare to South Park is his book, and it's in stores now. If I could have one thing I'd tell writers without a doubt, it is. It's a couple of things. Know who you are, know your genre, know what you love to write, know what you need to explore, and fearlessly go after the, the writing that's most important and personal for you. And don't worry what anybody else thinks. Learn the craft, stick to it, and you decide when your writing is done and when it's good enough, and then trust that the, the world will do with it what it's going to do. You can't control that. Focus on what you can control, write with authenticity, and master your craft. Today's guests are Mickey Daughtry and Tobias Iconis. Mickey and Tobias are screenwriting partners and co-writers of Five Feet Apart, The Curse of La Llorona, and the new Netflix film Nightbooks, a live-action feature film based on the book of the same name. The movie version of All This Time is currently in development, and Mickey and Tobias have many more projects that are in the works. Mickey and Tobias have been on the show together before, if you've listened before. And Mickey has also been on the show with Rachel Lippincott, who worked with Mickey on writing the novels for Five Feet Apart and All This Time. As I mentioned, their new film, Night Books, premiered on September 15th and is currently my favorite new movie streaming on Netflix. If you're listening, please check it out. Yeah, I think if we go past the obvious first steps of, you know, writing, which is know your skills, know your talents, know your job, and be really, really good at it. When you get in the room, you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you in the sense that what we have found, what we 
think, I think spice and you can correct me if I'm wrong and tell me to shut my pie hole. But what we have found is that they're also looking for someone who might be fun to work with and easy to work with. It's not just about your script or just about your talent or just about what you can bring. It's about all those things. And then the ribbon around all of it is, is this going to be fun for us? Are you going to be a good match for this team? And that I think it goes a long way to getting the job. I think Mickey has said it really nicely. You know, film and TV, it's a rather unique art form in how deeply collaborative it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, in pre-production and even during production, Mickey and I sometimes were spending more time with the people making nightbooks than any other person, including our families in our lives. Yeah. You know, so people are spending a ton of time together for many months sometimes many years, depending on how big the project is. And because of that profound degree of teammanship, collaboration, Mickey is absolutely right. One of the things people are looking for when you're meeting them for the first time, when you're pitching for the first time, is they're, they're looking for someone they can just you know, get along. Someone who will listen, as well as someone who will ask questions in addition to providing answers. And it seems obvious. It seems like, of course, you should be a nice, cooperative, collaborative person to anybody you meet in the business. But it's, especially for me, I think it was definitely something that was a learned skill is like, yeah, this is, I need to, you know, I need to focus on making sure that I'm, I'm not just trying to pitch myself. I'm not just trying to say, I can do this and this is what I would do and this is how I would, you know, craft the scene or shape the story. It's also saying, what do you want of me? I'm mm-hmm. just repeating basically what Mickey has said. What do you want of me? What do you want me to do for you? What can we do to help you have what you want? Because Better you're said. paying for it. And that's a huge thing. Collaboration is huge. And it's harder than some people might think it is when you have, I'm speaking not because we are incredibly collaborative. And I think that's what really, really helps us in what we're doing. We are open. Like you just, all ideas are welcome. Ours, bad ones, good ones, whatever. And it's innate in our partnership, right? Yeah. I mean, at the heart of Mickey and I and our work together is collaboration. And so I yeah, think that maybe helps us to understand that collaboration goes beyond our partnership. Collaboration goes to everybody who, you know, worked on iBooks. Today's guest is Howard Kazanjian. Howard is a film producer whose career spans 50 years. He has collaborated with Hollywood legends such as Alfred Hitchcock, Billy Wilder, Sam Peckinpah, Steven Spielberg, and George Lucas, and worked on such classics as The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Howard was also vice president of Lucasfilm Limited and is a published nonfiction author. He's also known for producing some of the most commercially and critically successful films of all time and for coming up with the central ideas on many of those films. The new memoir about Howard's life, Howard Kazanjian, A Producer's Life, written by J.W. Rinsler, was just released on September 21st and is in stores now. Have a goal, have a dream, reach your goal, but be honest throughout your entire career. Don't step on other people to move up the ladder. If you're really good at what you do, somebody will recognize you and help you move up the ladder. Now, that's not saying that there are very talented people that can't get anywhere. At the same time, 
there are people with no talent that get places in our industry, and I think you know that. But you do have to have a dream. It starts with a dream. It starts with a goal. And it's work hard. Be honest about it. And that's what I tell any student that I ever speak with or meet with. Today's guests are David Jimenez Katzman and Katrina Escudero. David and Katrina are managers and producers at Sugar 23, a newly formed management group founded in 2017 by Academy Award-winning manager and producer Michael Sugar. I wish somebody gave me this advice early on, and I can never repeat it enough, but really go live your life and go experience it. I'm overly ambitious, and I know people that share the same trait are more than willing to sacrifice certain things for the sake of work especially early on when they're trying to make it and really you know, achieve whatever success they're after. But I think taking the time to find that work-life balance and nurture your friendships and your close relationships and you know, travel if you can or read about traveling and just enriching yourself outside of what you do, I think is extremely important, you know, not only from a mental health standpoint, but also just it will make you a better artist and a more interesting person which ultimately is what writing and creating is about. So I think that can't be stressed enough. And you know, if you think you have a balance, just be mindful and think about it even more. And you know, when you think work gets in the way of you know, a wedding or something like that, trust me, it's never important enough. You should go to the wedding or you, know, you should go to a birthday or whatever that might be. Yeah, and I love that, David. And I would say what... My advice would be, and it's always hard, and I get that this is hard, but don't let the first wave of passes get to you because everyone gets passed on. And the thing is, is that it takes one person to get your vision, to get your movie made, to get that adaptation you want, to get that connection. And I think that a lot of people take it really personally when producers pass, but you have to think about it is everyone's creating their own brand, their own vision. They have to stay unique to their kind of career goals. And if everyone took on everything, it would just not make sense. People wouldn't be identified through what they're passionate about. So I know it's really difficult and it's really hard, but you have to have a thick skin and just power through and keep writing and not let those passes affect you. Because if you do, it's just going to discourage you. And you know, everyone goes through it. I think you could talk to every successful person out there and they have a story. So just don't, don't be discouraged when you're not finding the right fit because it is out there eventually. We have a lot of writers on this podcast. Do you like what writers write? Do you like free stuff? Well, Audible is offering a free audiobook download for listeners of the Writer Experience Podcast with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I recently downloaded James Joyce's Ulysses for my commutes into the city, while our producer Harry, who may or may not exist, has been enjoying J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash writerexperience. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash writer experience for your free audiobook. What's your favorite film of all time? It might be a sophisticated classic, a childhood favorite, or an enjoyable pile of trash you just can't help but watch over and over again. The Pick of the Flicks podcast, hosted by me, Tom Beasley, is all about celebrating people's favorite movies in whatever form they take. 
Each week, I interview a different guest about their chosen favourite, whether I agree with their choice or think they're as mad as one of Tom Hardy's accents. So tune in to Pick of the Flicks every week on the Flickering Myth Podcast Network and subscribe with your podcast app of choice. Maybe your favourite film will be next. Hi, I'm George. And I'm Sam. And we're from the That's a Classic podcast on the Flickering Myth Network. We both bring three films each from a certain genre and we battle it out to find out which is the ultimate classic. So you can listen to us on Flickering Myth, iTunes or Spotify. Check out what classic we choose every week. Today's guests are Murr and Darren Wearmouth. Murr is a writer, executive producer, and actor best known as Murr on the hit television show Impractical Jokers on True TV. Originally from Staten Island, he now lives in Princeton, New Jersey with his wife and puppy. Darren Wearmouth is a best-selling author and co-author of many novels, including Critical Strike and Fast Forward. He is a member of the International Thriller Writers Group and the British Science Fiction Association and currently lives in Calgary, Alberta with his wife and daughter. Together, they are the co-authors of the international best-selling Awaken trilogy, the thriller Don't Move, and their brand new book, The Stowaway, just released and is in stores now. Don't give up. I mean, if you believe in what you're doing and you're passionate about it and you want to get your work out there and you feel like nobody's listening or no one's reading it, just don't give up because, because there's always ways and you never know when it might happen for you. I agree. But don't give up is also predicated on you working on your craft and become good at it. You yes. know, you have to also be honest with yourself. If you suck as a writer, stop writing. You know, that's where you decide for yourself. But I completely agree with you. Like there have been so many points in our career with jokers, with things like that, where we could have given up. And it took us 11 years to get on TV, 11 years of failure. It took me 15 years to get Awakened published. And now here we are five years later with Stowaway, our fifth book, and more to come next year and years after. So do not give up. Also, if you love something, just do it. You know, like get better at it, work at it, get better at it. Because all you have is time. You don't have money. You don't have cars or possessions or houses. All you truly have is time. It's the only thing you can't get more of, you can't buy more of. So you better make sure you spend your time, the only thing that matters with you, doing what you love. Today's guest is Julio Anta. Julio is a writer based in New York City. Raised in Miami, a Cuban and Colombian family, Julio strives to tell narratively rich stories about diverse and empowered Latinx characters for adult, young adult, and middle grade readers. His debut comic book series, Home, is out now, courtesy of Image Comics. Julio's forthcoming work includes Frontera, a YA graphic novel from Harper Alley, and Si Se Puede, a nonfiction graphic novel from Ten Speed Press, coming summer 2023 and fall 2023, respectively. You know, I would say, I think a lot of people would say to write every day. I would say to think about your stories at all times. You know, there are very few moments where I am not thinking about my books in one way or another. I'm not writing comic scripts every single day, but I am putting effort towards my stories and working on, you know, new proposals, new ideas, maybe doing research, reading books or watching films in the world or themes that I want to explore in my current project or my next project. So I would say, you know, don't don't pressure yourself to put pen to paper every single day, but make sure that you are always invested in the work that you're doing and putting your head to it, you know, every single day. Today's guest is Dean Kuntz. Dean is the author of 80 New York Times bestsellers, 14 of which were number one. His books have sold over 500 million copies worldwide, a figure that increases by more than 17 million copies per year, 
His work is published in 38 languages, and the Times of London has called him a literary juggler. He was born and raised in Pennsylvania and lives in California with his wife, Gerda, their golden retriever, Elsa, and the enduring spirits of their goldens, Trixie and Anna. Dean's new collection, Nameless Season 2, released on Amazon Original Stories on June 10th, 2021. It's available to read and listen, free to Prime members, as well as Kindle Unlimited subscribers. Readers can download each story individually to their Kindle or Kindle app, or get the whole collection with just one click. Stories are also available for non-members for $1.99, with the option to add digital audio for free. I would say the best advice you can get is not to scope the market, not to look at what's selling and try to write into the market for what it seems to want. That was a lot of pressure in the early days of my career that I had to ignore because every writer only has one thing to sell. That's his or her vision of the world, his or her voice, style, and approach. And you only want to write about what you're passionate about and write it the way you want to write it. Or otherwise, you're just imitating other people. And that's going to be a very short career. But there's always a lot of pressure to do that. If some genre is hot, they want you to write in that genre when you're starting out. If you're writing kind of close to it, kind of a suspense novel, and suddenly domestic suspense about a family or psychological suspense is more popular, you'll get pressure that way. Unless it's what you're passionate about, don't do it. Stay with what you know and love and what you think you want your career to be about. Today's guest is Sarah Nestor. Sarah is a motion picture literary agent at Verve Talent and Literary Agency. I think just keep generating and don't worry about the things you can't control. For me, that is a universal truth of everyone in this business. There's a lot to worry about at all times. But if you stay focused on the task at hand and leave everything up to, you know, when you actually know more and actually need to worry. It will make your life a lot easier and less complicated and less stressful. Today's guest is Robert Masello. Robert is an award-winning journalist, television writer, and the best-selling author of many books, including the supernatural and historical thrillers, The Night Crossing, The Romanov Cross, and The Einstein Prophecy, which was a number one bestseller in the Amazon Kindle store. His latest book, the second and revised edition of Robert's Rules of Writing, 111 Unconventional Lessons That Every Writer Needs to Know, released a few months ago, and his latest historical suspense novel, The Haunting of H.G. Wells, was published last October. You know what? I guess I would say, write what you love. Too many times I have encountered writers who are writing something that they think is commercial or that they think the marketplace is going to be looking for, but their heart isn't completely in it. And what I always say to people is, what's on your bedside table? Or what's on your Kindle? I mean, what is it you read for your own pleasure and enjoyment? Because that is what you should be writing. You already, whether you know it or not, you know the landmarks, you know the geography, you know the landscape, you know the tenor, and it's something that you love and enjoy. My father used to say to me whenever I wrote a book, you know, why don't you write one of those John Grisham books? And I'd say, because John Grisham is writing those books, and I couldn't write them. You have to figure out what it is that really appeals to you. And maybe you're embarrassed about it. Maybe you really just like sci-fi dystopian novels, or maybe you just like really cozy murder mysteries. Don't worry about that. It's not a problem. There are other people who share your tastes. And whatever that taste is, 
That's what you should be honing in on. And that's what you should be trying to write because that's where you will be the most persuasive, the most convincing, and where the story will come out in its best version. Today's guest is Zoe Vidal. Zoe is the author of the Giller shortlisted The Best Kind of People, the Lambda winning Holding Still for as Long as Possible, and her debut Bottle Rocket Hearts. She has published three collections of poetry, The Best Ten Minutes of Your Life, Precordial Thump, and the Emily Valentine Poems. Her writing has appeared in Granta, Cosmonauts Ave, The Believer, The Cut, The Toronto Star, The Globe and Mail, and more. She is also a Canadian Screen Award winning TV and film writer with credits on The Baroness Von Sketch Show, Chips Creek, Degrassi, and others. Zoe's upcoming novel, The Spectacular, releases September 2021. Okay, so the one piece of advice that I would choose, it's twofold. One is that nobody cares about your book as much as you do. And you also can't control how your book is read. Like once it is out of your hands and it's actually an object in the world, you have to be able to let go. And it's ultimately a gift that people are going to read it in ways that you had not intended. And you're going to get strange emails and like weird assumptions and very bananas Q&A questions. But there's a bit of a freedom in just acknowledging that lack of control. And with regards to no one caring about your book as much as you do, like that's just also a way of letting, of letting go and being able to enjoy when people do care. That's what I tell students when I used to teach creative writing. And I think it serves me well also to remember those two things when I'm starting to promote a book. And it's sort of a wild, it's always wild to go out into the world after having been home by yourself for years and then to go out and interact about the work. So those are two things that help me. Today's guest is Hannah Moscovich. Hannah is a Canadian playwright who rose to national prominence in the 2000s. She's best known for her plays East of Berlin, This Is War, Old Stock, A Refugee Love Story, and Sexual Misconduct of the Middle Classes, for which she received the 2021 Governor General's Award for English Language Drama. Her newest project, AMC's Anne Rice's Interview with the Vampire, where she is a writer and co-executive producer, is now streaming on AMC, and its first season's finale premieres on television next week, November 13th, 2022. I want to give a more general one, but I would say like to like those people who are struggling to see themselves identified in work and who are struggling to have their work that is about a specific group or, you know, specific group with which they identify if they are struggling to get their work done, history is on our side. And I was told at the beginning of my career over and over and over that my, like my women centered plays were not welcome. And now they are. So keep going. Today's guest is Sophia Levitsky-Whites. Sophia is a Brooklyn and LA-based TV writer and playwright. For TV, she was a writer for FX's Critically Acclaimed The Bear and Hulu's Dropout, and a writer for Star's Gaslit. As a playwright, her plays include This Party Sucks, Cannabis Passover, Be Mean to Me, and Intuitive Men, and her musical Nostalgia Night was produced in winter 2022. Sophia has projects in development with Lionsgate, her play, This Party Sucks, is optioned by Mark Gordon Pictures for the stage and film TV rights will be commercially produced next year. And The Bear Season 2 is expected to release in 2023. Yeah, I just would reiterate that, you know, as we're learning to be artists, we're consuming a lot of art and we're necessarily comparing ourselves to our peers and to our mentors and to people that we look up to. And that's all part of the process is finding out 
you know, what you like so that you can create something. But I think at the end of the day, what I always tell students and younger artists or people starting out or at any leg of your path, which is, you know, only you can tell the story that you have to tell and leaning into what that authentic story is and using your authentic voice is the thing that's going to set you apart. And, you know, there's been many factors of where I've gotten to where I've gotten today, but like this one play that I mentioned, this party sucks, like came from a highly specific personal experience. It's obviously fictional, but I think it's really empowering to lean into moments of intensity and pain and discovery in our lives and help process them into art and create, you know, again, the thing that only you can create and no one has the voice that you have. And that's the way that people will really start to see you as an artist and a writer is if you just write that thing and don't care what people think, you know, until it's done and just be as authentic and bold as possible inside of it. Today's guest is Jonathan Kasdan. Jonathan is a film and television screenwriter, director, producer, and actor. His film work includes writing and directing in the land of women and the first time, as well as writing and co-producing solo a Star Wars story. For TV, Jonathan was a writer for Freaks and Geeks and Dawson's Creek. His newest project, the TV series Willow, for which he developed and is an executive producer and writer, is streaming now on Disney+. Jonathan also worked on a previous draft of the upcoming Indiana Jones 5 film, which is scheduled for release on June 30th, 2023. I would say that, you know, I don't know if it was my dad or my brother, but one of them told me very early on, and it stuck with me forever, everything you write could be 10% shorter. And it's true. So before you take your script out into the world, your book, your anything, remember that fact and do that work and you will make a better thing for it. It's a guarantee. And I've lived by it and, and I know it's true. Today's guest is Peter Cameron. Peter is a screenwriter and producer who has worked on projects for such studios as Marvel Studios, Amazon Originals, and Netflix. For Marvel Studios, Peter's credits include executive story editor and writer on WandaVision, for which he was nominated for a writing Emmy, writer and producer on Moon Knight, and co-writer and consulting producer on Werewolf by Night. For Amazon Originals, he was story editor and writer on Carnival Row, and he also was the co-writer of Delusion Lies Within, an interactive horror play. Peter's upcoming project for Marvel Studios, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, for which he is a supervising producer, is estimated for release in 2023. I would say put as much work into yourself, conquering anxiety or whatever it is that you're carrying that's affecting your ability to engage with every day and live the life you want to live. Put as much energy into that and dealing with that as you do in your work. Whatever progress you can make, I feel like will feed your creative life like crazy. Thank you so much for listening to The Writer Experience. If you enjoyed the episode today, please leave a rating, a review, and a comment on iTunes. You can also check us out on Instagram at Writer Experience and Twitter and Facebook at Writer EXP. The Writer Experience is a Samurai Dinosaur production. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. Music by Kevin McLeod.